This is Andy Lewis, and you're listening to The Norse Mentality. What's up, guys? I hope you're having a glorious day. Today, me and Joe are going to continue the goal-setting strategy series that we've been doing the past few weeks. This is number six. If you have not listened to the previous five, please go back and do so now. Each one of these steps are designed to be built off the other. So if you follow these steps in the order that we're presenting them, you're going to reach your goals. No doubt about it. I guarantee it. Sounds great. There you go. How was that sales pitch? (laughs) Sales pitch on reaching your goals. (laughs) Sold me. There you go. Let's do it. But today we're going to talk about eliminating all negative self-talk. And this is later on in the steps because this is about the point where you're going to be convincing yourself that you can't do it. Everyone does it. There's a little voice in your head that says, well, maybe I wasn't being realistic. Maybe this is just too much. That's what it is. That's where I think 98% of the people are going to do it like, wow, is this is a lot. Is this actually attainable? Did I set my bar too high? Did I set my bar too high? You didn't set it high enough. Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell your mind. <laughs> so I tell my mind whenever it starts being a little bitch too. But I think what it really boils down to is there's a part of us that's in our DNA to seek out comfort. Absolutely. And when things start getting hard, there's a part of you that says, no, no, we can't do this. We better go back to safety. You're not really doing anything that is life-threatening, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your body and your mind can pick up on that. Yeah. There's a part of you that legitimately thinks that you're just trying to put yourself in a life and death situation and that you need to run for the hills. That's probably not what's going on here. So that's why you need to have control over your self-talk. So when that little bitch starts to come in and it's like, oh, you can't do this. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should give up. That's when you are observing those thoughts and you go, no, we're going to continue pushing forward because we set our mind to something and we don't give up. Yeah. And if you've been, I mean, if you're on step six of your goals already, you're probably pretty like dialed in like, this is what I want because you've had to be real with yourself. You've had to create a plan and be specific. You've had to do all these things already. So now it's like, you know, what does it say? Like the, the turf is the pavement, whatever they say, you know, whatever they're saying is like, now it's time to keep going. You've done all the work. Now we're, we're moving forward and we're taking it to where it needs to go. So now it's getting harder. And when you wake up in the morning, it's getting more difficult, but you have to keep pushing and you have to stop telling yourself that it's not too big. There's a saying, I don't remember who I heard this from and they probably heard it from someone else or whatever, but I like it because it really applies to this and it applies to pretty much everything that we do when it comes to putting in effort into anything. But it's imagine that there's a wall, right? And you got to break down this wall and all you have is the sledgehammer. So you're hammering away at this wall and it just doesn't seem like it's getting anywhere. You're slamming, you're hitting it, you're hitting it and you just don't seem like you're making any progress. But if you keep swinging eventually one swing is going to bring down that entire goddamn wall. And that's how you have to look at this as well. When things start to get tough, you just got to keep swinging and eventually you're going to accomplish it. Yeah. But it's right then when we want to give up. And if we would have just held in a little bit longer, we would have reached the goal. So that's what you have to remember. That's what you have to like tell yourself is I'm getting closer. Whenever the negative self-talk starts, which it will, you have to say no. We've already went this far. Let's keep moving forward. We're so close. I know that we're so close. See it in your head. See that end result. See the finish line. I just got to take one more step, one more step, and I'm going to reach that goal. That's what kind of self-talk you have to start having with yourself. You have to be the opposite person 
you know, whenever you're observing your thoughts, which is the whole basis of this episode is observing your thoughts and observing your emotions and not becoming completely attached to them, which is a very weird concept for people to understand because a lot of people, they just, they have thoughts and they go, oh, well, I'm thinking this, so it must be true. It's mm -hmm. not. There's yeah. programming from your youth. There's all these different factors involved, which actually create your thoughts and your emotions. It's not necessarily you, like the true you. Mm -hmm. It's outside factors that have developed up to this point. Yeah. So when you start thinking about this stuff and when that negative self-talk starts, you need to detach from it. You need to go, is this really in my best interest? Mm -hmm. Is giving up really what I want to do? Or is there just a part of me that wants to seek comfort? Yeah, those are great points. I think that seeking comfort is, I mean, the heart and soul. of At least it has been in my life, you know, when I was younger. And I would even say now, like, it's not that I'm like this, like, super, super successful dude. Like, I have goals I'm working towards. And I think it's very easy to want to seek comfort and want to sleep a little bit longer, right? Or want to do these things. It's it's very common to do. And like, I, that's what everyone wants. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. I mean, you've kind of talked about this before. Like when I am, my lifestyle is mediocre. My goals are going to be mediocre. Everything is going to be mediocre. But when I've set my bar high and I continue to push forward and I'm disciplined and I keep pushing and I'm telling myself, I can do this, I can do this. I'm going to do it. How you do one thing is how you do everything. I don't think people realize that. But it's true. How you do one thing is how you do everything. If you leave your sink full of dishes and it just continues to build up and build up, you're going to procrastinate on doing other things compared yeah. to just washing the damn dishes. If you keep a messy car, your whole life's going to be messy. If your work desk is a mess, your life's going to be a mess. That's how this shit works. When you skip a workout, you're skipping other priorities as well. Yeah. So what you're doing there is you're developing bad habits. And self-talk is a habit. You can eliminate that. And that's what we're going to help you with today. Yeah. I've had to do it for myself. I used to be very negative on myself. And then I don't, I don't know at what point I, I developed into who I am now. But now I don't, I don't have, or at least I don't let negative self-talk control me in the least bit. Yeah. Whenever I catch it, no, that's not me. That's, that's I call it the motherfucker. <laughs> that, that, that's what You've I call it. You've mentioned him before. Yeah, I've, I've mentioned the motherfucker before. Yeah. But- that's who it is. It's the motherfucker that's trying to hold me back. It's the part of me that is weak, that is wanting to seek out comfort and all these other things. And I, I feel like all we do is bash on comfort. It's That's not true. Like, I, I don't live in a cave that sleep. Well, I mean, I've slept on, in caves I've before, but, cave. <laughs> you know, I seek out, I enjoy a comfortable life just like anybody else, yeah. you know, but at the same time, I also recognize that it needs to be limited because if not, I'll love it a little bit too much and all these other things in my life that are beneficial will not get done. Once again, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Well, I think too, the more we push ourselves, the more comfortable we are in the end too, though. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Because like for me, I'm thinking about, you know, success or whatever, or a goal, put it, put it as like, whatever the goal is. I've been real and I want to get to this goal because of X, Y, and Z. Well, when I choose not to be comfortable and to work towards it, like say I want to lose weight. We've talked about this on the goal setting thing. I want to lose 30 pounds by January or July 1st or whatever. Like I'm going to be really, really happy and a lot more comfortable with who I am as a person knowing that I did all the hard work to get there. So I think comfort is one of those, it has many like forms. It know? does. I just don't want to sound like that jerk off. 
like all the other jerk offs online, yeah, and especially on self improvement podcasts, yeah, where they're like, "Fuck comfort, don't ever, I don't, I'm not ever comfortable." They're full of shit. Like I'm yeah. just letting you know, I also enjoy being comfortable. Yeah, and I think too, but those people also, and now we're just going through this. Like those people also, those people are comfortable, dude. Right, but, but they, they don't but show thing, it. They present a side of them that is not realistic, and that's what I want people to understand here is yeah. the whole reason we're talking about comfort is because that is where the negative self-talk starts. Yes. Because you want to be comfortable. You don't want to necessarily do the hard things, but the hard things is how you move up in life. Yeah. Think about anything that you've ever accomplished. Exactly. Anything worthwhile came through difficulty, and the more difficult things that you force yourself to do, the easier it becomes. It's a muscle. It's just like discipline. It's just like lifting weights in the gym. The more reps that you put in, the easier it gets. And yeah. then also your threshold for difficulty. Say like this risk that I needed to take in order to accomplish one goal seemed like a big deal. Yeah. But then three years later, I've done this so many times that, that I look back, I'm like, that was nothing compared yeah. to what I'm putting at risk now in order to accomplish this bigger goal. Exactly. So that's the way that this works. But you don't you don't necessarily learn how to tap into that unless you put yourselves in those situations. And if you eliminate that self-talk, that negative self-talk, the person that says that this isn't realistic. Well, let's talk about if it isn't realistic. Let's say that you just shoot for the stars, right? And you just you set this goal that is huge. Everyone around you is telling you that you can't do it. You're telling yourself that you can't do it. And honestly, like the odds seem stacked against you. But here's the thing. If you make a goal that is just so big and you put all your effort into it, and maybe you don't reach that specific goal, but since you made such a big expectation for yourself, you will have so much more to show for it at the end than if you would have just been conservative and set this really small, mediocre goal yeah, I mean, maybe you accomplish it faster. Maybe it was easier to accomplish, but the reward isn't nearly as big. I mean, so let's use old Elon Musk as an example. This dude wants to colonize Mars. Will he do it? Maybe. I think it's at a point where it's almost scary with Elon, where it's like, I can't, yeah. Maybe this motherfucker is going to do it. You know, <laughs> like that's, that's what a lot of people think now, including myself, where in the past it's like, you're crazy. No one's ever going to do that. But let's say like he doesn't accomplish that goal. But look at all the advancements that we now have in space technology because of his one goal to colonize Mars. So yeah, maybe he doesn't colonize Mars, right? But we have improved so much in space technology as a result of his huge goal. That's how you have to look at yours as well. That's a great point. That's how you have to look at it, man. It's like people tell you, well, be realistic about your goals. I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, but why not make it as big as possible that way? As I'm working there, I'm accomplishing a lot more in the process. Yeah. So even when it comes to weight loss, okay, I want to lose 100 pounds. Say the person someone's just really overweight. I want to lose 100 pounds. That's huge, man. That is difficult to do. And a lot of people will say that that's not possible. But there are people that have lost hundreds of pounds yeah. because they put their mind to it and they continue going. Now, imagine if that person was very conservative and they said, well, I can only lose I can't lose a hundred pounds. That's just, that's just not going to happen. So you know what? Let's set a goal for 50 pounds and they could have actually lost that hundred, but because they kept it conservative and they listened to that talk in their head where they were like, well, no, we need to be realistic. We need to be safe. What if, you know, that that's where people get held up. They were probably conservative with their, if they're conservative with their goals, they're going to be conservative with actually getting to it, which means they're probably never going to reach it anyways. You know what I mean? So if I have 
if I say I need to lose 100 pounds, but you know, I don't know if I can do that. So I'll, I'll shoot for 50. I'll be conservative in that. Well, that means that when it's time for me to go work out, I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I can work out tomorrow because I'm not trying to lose 100 pounds. And it's, they'll probably never reach 50. So what you're saying is it's their identity to play it safe. I mean, I would assume so. I think it's everyone's, you know, we talked about like comfort, like everybody wants to be comfortable. But if you're being conservative in your goals, you're going to be conservative in getting to your goals. You're going to be conservative in every aspect of life. Exactly. So I don't think you're going to get I there. I love that you brought that up. Yeah. So I'll use myself as an example because yeah. I don't really know anybody else as far as like how they are at like the truest level. But with myself, the person that I have developed into over the years is someone that does not play it safe. But that is the only reason that I have what I have. That's the only reason that we have a gym here. That's the reason that Norse is as big as it is. Not saying it's the biggest company or anything, yeah. but the reason that we have grown rapidly over the past few years is because I don't play it safe. I'll empty out my entire bank account and life savings in order to purchase inventory with the hopes that it will sell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's been times, I mean, since you've been here, man, we've thrown away $20,000 worth of products because it arrives and I go, I'm not selling this. It's not to the North standard. So I'm going to throw it away. That's $20,000 that I lost. And to, and to make people more aware of that, I've been here since several months now, but it's happened numerous times that we got an order in today of 21 boxes of something. It's a huge product. And well, I guess it would be out. By the thing is gym bags, yeah, right? Yeah, we, we have new gym bags. Yeah, they came out the Friday. So, yeah. but they they just came in today, and it's like we were opening the box, and dude, I was nervous because they just came in, and I'm like, what if these are wrong? Because it's happened numerous times. But the the people who have the biggest rewards are also the people that take the biggest risks. So I had to order 300 gym bags. We've only ordered gym bags once in the past, and guess what? They were shit. Mm-hmm. Like they turned out to be garbage later on, you know, after like a month or two zippers and shit were breaking. So I haven't made a gym bag in over two years because I wanted to make sure that the product that we released was the best, right? Yeah. So in order to get the best, I had to go through a manufacturer with a pretty big MOQ, which is minimum minimum order quantity. Yeah. And I had to order 300 gym bags. We could have easily gotten those 300 gym bags in and they've been garbage. And I'm not even going to say how much money that is, but it would have been very uncomfortable. But either way, we didn't. You know, I took a risk. Now we have this amazing product that is going to really be beneficial for people. And it's going to last them a lifetime. That's how heavy duty this gym bag is. But it's because I was willing to take the risk, right? There are other people that was like, well, I just, I can't. There are other companies, they're not willing to do that. But that's what kind of person I am now. I'm not afraid to put everything out there because I know that either two things are going to happen here. Either I'm going to learn a lesson that I can avoid in the future that will help me progress in the future, or I'm going to have a massive reward from taking this huge risk. Those are the two options there. You know, you, you might fail, but yeah. that's okay. Who gives a shit? If you fail, there is a lesson. Yeah. The only failure is not learning something from the experience. Exactly. And like I said before, I mean, you know, you read books and it's like the people that take those biggest risks are the one that are going to have the biggest rewards. And something I did, I did this four years ago, three or four years ago, and I set a goal or I, I didn't set a goal. This is why it didn't happen. But I wanted to do something in my life. And I was like, well, it's too big because, you know, like if I was going to start a vlogging channel or something like that, because I'm like, it's fun. I enjoy it. But it's like I had this goal of like, well, if I don't get to be the size of X person, then, you know, is it worth it? Cause I want to be that big, but in my mind, I'm like, wow, I'll never be that big. So what's the point? And I want to punch my old self in the face. 
Like I, I just, it's to the point now, man, where I, I look at things in life, like whether it's Norse, whether it's family, music, whatever it is. And I'm like, man, there's one person that's holding me back and that's myself. And when it comes to being successful or making money or losing weight, I don't want to be the reason that I didn't achieve that goal is because I was lazy or because I didn't think I had what it took because that's not the case. I chose to sleep instead. I chose to watch TV instead of work on being present with my family instead of doing mobility work, right? I chose to sit on the couch and eat freaking pizza and not do anything. And to me, that's, it's stupid. You know, like if, if I, there's one person that can hold me back from reaching my big, big, big goal. And it's myself because if I really, really wanted it, then I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. And that's what it boils down to. Everyone listening to this right now can accomplish whatever they want. I have no doubt about that. I don't even have to know the person. And I promise you, you can accomplish whatever you put your mind to. I know that because I've accomplished every single thing that I put my mind to. And if I can do it, anyone can do it, man. I'm no one special. Yeah. But the one person standing in your way, standing in our way, is ourself. Yeah. We are, like I said, that's the motherfucker. You need to get control of it. And you need to you need to make sure that what you're saying to yourself is in your best interest and the decisions that you're making is in your best interest as well. Like, let's talk about negative self-talk. It doesn't necessarily have to be the talk of failure. Oh, you're going to fail. You can't do this, whatever. Let's talk about self-destructive habits real quick. There are a lot of people that their self-talk is telling them to do shit that they most definitely should not be doing. And that includes accomplishing your goals. Say if like your goal is to... It's to lose lose 50 pounds, but your self-talk is convincing you that you've been working really hard lately and that you can go smash an extra large pizza from Papa John's. Yeah. That's also negative self-talk. That's a good point. And you don't even realize it because you rationalize it to yourself. And unless you can learn to detach from that and say, wait a second, does eating this extra large pizza align with my goal of losing 50 pounds? No, it doesn't. Yeah. So that's negative self-talk as well. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be you're going to fail all this bullshit. It can very well be the actions that you take that voice in your head that is telling you that you should do something that you shouldn't do. Yeah. So be aware of that as well. Yeah. I think that's a great point. And also, you know, you, you talk about, you have to detach from that person. I think it's so like, I think that's just it because as you're doing this and as you're setting these goals for yourself, this goal for yourself, right. And you are doing everything you can to reach it. Like you're, you're changing a lot yourself because like without change, you would just be the person that you were before. So you have to lean into that knowing that I'm going to separate myself from the mediocre person I was before. Every day that you accomplish one step closer to your goal, you are changing. You are no longer the person that you were yesterday and you're exactly right. However, the only way that you remain the same is by doing the same shit. Yeah. But if you have a goal and each day you take one small step towards that goal, You might not even notice it, but you are becoming a different person. You are becoming a better person and you're someone that's not going to tolerate mediocrity. And at the end, like that's what we want. If you're listening to this podcast, that's probably your end goal is to not be a mediocre person, to eliminate mediocrity out of your life and to reach excellence. Yeah. But each day that you, you do that one little thing, you are becoming a better person. And that's what you need to keep in your mind. Whenever the negative self-talk starts, you can stop it. By saying, no, I'm becoming a better person. I know that I am. But it's being confident in yourself and being confident in your path and knowing where you're going. 
And that's where the earlier steps that we talked about in previous episodes is so beneficial because when you get specific and you're being real with yourself and you're developing a plan of attack and all these other things, you can eliminate the self-talk because you've already figured all this shit out. And when you take the time to sit down and you figure this stuff out, whenever the self-talk starts, you go, no, we've already talked about this. We've already got a plan in place. I'm going to continue working towards this plan because we've already thought it out. Yeah. And But that's where you get confidence is because you took all these other steps to get you to this point. And now that you're at this point, you are a more confident individual. Yeah. And it goes in. You're going to notice that as you're doing this, it gets easier and starts to become habits. Right. Because we talked about eliminate bad habits. So when you eliminate bad habits, you have the opportunity to create new and better ones. I mentioned this on Friday's podcast. I went out about how I wake up in the morning now. And if I'm really, really tired, because this happened a lot last week, I'm, I'm waking up and I'm super tired and I say, is this what a successful person would do? I'm going to continue laying in bed. Like that's not what a successful person does. That's where it is. But now it's turning into, I'm not going to do this because I'm going to be a successful person. I'm going to reach these goals and set this self for my, you know, or, or reach these goals that I've set for myself. So now when I wake up in the morning, it's like, I'm going to get up because I refuse to be mediocre and I'm going to be successful and reach these goals. And every morning I tell myself I'm fired up. So what, so what are you doing there? So let's break that down. Yeah. Okay. Negative self-talk starts. You're laying in bed. It's cozy. It's warm. I'm tired. It's cold. You're tired. You don't want to get up. Right. So the negative self-talk, which once again, doesn't seem to be negative. It seems to be in your best interest. 15 more minutes is going to make me 15 more minutes. Let's lay in bed. We don't need to get up right now. That's negative. That is negative. That is holding you back. So then that's where you come in. The real you, the true you, the confident you that wants to accomplish this goal. It comes in and it shuts that voice up and it says, no. I need to get up and I need to get to work. I need to work towards my goal because I am not going to accept mediocrity in my life. I'm going to be the best version of myself and I'm not going to accomplish that by pressing the fucking snooze alarm and staying in bed for another 30 minutes. I'm going to get up and I'm going to get to work. I'm going to start stacking victories. Step one was not pressing the snooze alarm. That's your first victory. Then it's getting out of bed, chugging your 30 ounces of water, then sitting down, doing some reading or writing or whatever, whatever you need to do you start stacking victories. When you press that snooze alarm or you stay in bed for an extra 20, 30 minutes, that's a loss. And when you start the day off with a loss, the rest of your day is going to be fucked up. Yep. You need to stack it with victories. And it starts off as soon as you open up your eyes. Before you open up your eyes, as soon as you gain consciousness that you're now awake, it's time to start becoming that version of yourself that you know that you can become. And the, the crazy thing about getting up early I don't have much more to add to what you said. That was incredible, first off. <laughs> so, because I'm motivated, I'm the one that's getting up now. Woo! But, like, another thing, the crazy thing about it is, like, when you are so tired, you're going to realize that these things are holding you back are so minuscule, man. Because, like, if I'm so, so tired and I finally get up, well, after I've been up for 10 minutes, I'm like, I'm fine. Did you go for, so that's what I do as soon as I get up. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, I keep my house cold as shit. Yeah. Like my kids not home, I don't turn on the AC. Like there's some nights where it's like 42 degrees in my house. Oh man. And I really don't like I'm, I'm freezing. But yeah. whatever. That's what I deal with. I get up, I'm like, fuck, if it's colder underneath these blankets, it's gonna be even colder when I get out of bed. Whatever. Gotta get up. And I'm groggy. I'm not like one of those people that just jumps out of bed and is ready to rock and roll. But what I do is I chuck 30 ounces of water and I go outside. Or, you know, past couple of days because it's icy as shit outside. I've been getting on the treadmill. But if you spend five to ten minutes just walking around, you're no longer tired. Yeah. You don't need the coffee. You don't need all this other shit. You yeah. just need to get moving. You need to put yourself on a forward trajectory for the rest of the day. And you do that by getting up and walking. Just yeah. get moving, guys. 
the hardest thing is just to finally get up. But like I said, like you said, I mean, like once you do it and you, I don't, I don't encourage people to do what you talk about and leave their house that cold. Cause to me, that would make me want to stay in bed even more. I'm like, I'm setting up obstacles in my life to do it. But and you, yeah, and you, but you're right though. It, it really is an obstacle. And it is because I have been doing the same thing. I have been just not turning my heat on and it's like super cold. And now like part of me is like, I'm awake, but I, I don't have a shirt on, so well, I know when me, I come man, out of this like bed, I'm gonna be even colder. This is how my brain works with it, yeah. and I'm. You're right. I don't rec. I don't recommend that for other people. <laughs> but the way that I work is okay. This is a challenge. That's the first challenge I'm overcoming in the morning, dude. Yeah, that's me overcoming an obstacle. And I know that sounds small, and I know that sounds a little ridiculous. But in my head, that's the way that it works. Is if yeah. I can get out of bed, even though I really don't want to because it's so cold, I am conquering an obstacle. And then guess what? I'm going to start stacking victories. But that is the number one thing that you have to do every day, man. Because if you don't, then your day never gets started. Yeah, like but, if, but it's like we talked about earlier in this episode. You're building a threshold there. Yeah. So your discomfort level continues to change. Yeah. It continues to improve. If mm-hmm. anything, it's like getting into the cold tub. You know, I have a cold tub in my garage, bro. Getting into that thing right now with it 30 degrees in my garage is miserable. Yeah. But I do it. And then when I get done, I'm like, yes, I did that. I didn't want to. The water's right now I'm working down 35 degrees and it's at like 38. So technically it's colder in the, in the garage than it is in that water. But either way, it's miserable, man. But when I force myself to get in there, I know that I'm improving. And guess what, man? Now it's not really that big of a deal. In the beginning of winter, it sucked. And I really, I'll just be straight up. There was a couple days where I bitched out and I didn't do it. But my conscience eats at me, dude. Like if I skip something like that, I can't sleep at night. Yeah. Actually, one of those nights I got up and I went down to the, (laughs) I was laying in bed, dude. I was tossing and turning. I was like, I cannot fucking sleep. And I figured it out. It's because I skipped the damn cold tub. And I told myself, I had it written down that I was going to do it that day. And if I don't do it, I can't sleep at night. Yeah. My conscience eats at me. So I got my ass out of bed at like midnight, got in the damn cold tub for five minutes. That's crazy. Took a hot shower because I was freezing. Oh, dude, facts. And then I went, but but then I was able to go to sleep, dude. But that's yeah. that's how I operate. Yeah. and But you worked up to that. Like yeah. same thing with me getting up in the morning and I used to tell myself, is this what successful people do? And now it's even, it that's even changed, like I said before, like, I'm not going to do this because I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be one of those people that is successful, you know? So like, and now it's easier for me to get up. You're, the main yeah. thing here is to take on the identity. Yeah. You're, you're taking on the identity of this new person. So let's look at this from a different perspective because I want to get back to the negative self-talk. Okay. Let's say the negative self-talk is the old you. Oh, this is going to be fun. All right. I'm putting this together in my head right now, dude. This is a cool. I see your, I, I, I see your brain I, I love this. All right. So let's dig into this real quick as I put the thoughts together. All right. Let's say the negative self-talk is the old you and the old you is trying to stop the new you from improving. Let's, let's call it ego. Yeah. The ego is trying to stop you from improving. So you need to eliminate the old you to become the new you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I think that's kind of what it is. The old you loves comfort. The old you would rather watch Netflix instead of going to bed. The old you would rather eat junk food instead of sticking to a diet. That's no longer you. And whenever you accept that, that is not who I am anymore. And you tell yourself that. That's that positive self-talk. This is not who I am anymore. I am better than this. That person's a fucking loser. I'm not going to be a loser. Yeah. I'm going to do great things with my life. That's where positive self-talk starts to come in. I mean, that's your biggest enemy, man. 
That's it. That's it. Your your biggest enemy is the one that you've created. Well, that's yourself. all it is. Like, we, we, we create who we are over time. Yeah. Over the years, influences from other people, but also life experiences and stuff like that, we have created the person that we are today. Now, you have control over who you will be tomorrow and who you're going to be in five to 10 years. And you need to make a decision right now of who that person is going to be and what that person looks like. And that's where your goal comes into place because that goal is going to be the thing that's moving you there. That's that thing that you're working towards. Yeah. So either if it's weight loss or hitting a new deadlift PR or making a bunch of fucking money or whatever it is, or, you know, finding a happy relationship, whatever your goal is, whoever you want to be in the future, you are always working towards that person. And yeah. that's why goals are so important because the goal is the roadmap in order to get you to where you want to be in life. Yeah. But you need to make that decision right now that you're not going to be the old you, that you're going to be better. And you need to eliminate this old identity that you've created over the past 20, 30, 40 years. And you need to create a new one because you can, but it makes, it comes down to you making a decision to do so right now. Yeah. I think that's where we're going to wrap this up. I think it's, I think it's powerful, man. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of The Norse Mentality. This podcast is a byproduct of Norse Fitness. If you need some new clothing, fitness accessories, workout program. Gym bags. Gym bags, whatever it may be. We have a bunch of stuff on the website. You can check it out at norsefitness.co. You can find me on Instagram at Andrew Cliff Lewis. And Joe, how can they find you? Uh, I am on Instagram at the Joe Brown. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon.